stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Ooh, something shiny. No, stay in your lane. Today on the No Boring Stories podcast, let's talk about staying in your lane with your business. Let's get into it. What's up, storytellers? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You want to make a lasting impact in the world, and you know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too. And that's why I'm here. With over two decades experience showing up for audiences as an actor, a speaker and storyteller and coach, each episode, I'm bringing you my signature storytelling tools and transformative founder stories so that you can clearly find and share your story and build a brand on it. I want you to feel like you can put what you learn here into action right away on your social media posts, your marketing, and even around the dinner table. So share what you're learning, share this podcast, and of course, share your stories after this, because when you share your story, you shape the world. I'm your host, Alex Street, and today we're going to talk about a bit more of my road trip experience. Now, I talked a lot about this back in like August, once we got back from our big things trip, driving 13,000 kilometers, about 8,000 miles around North America with my family packed into a minivan to see the big things in North America, mountains, canyons, trees, oceans, rocking chairs, you name it, we saw it. Actually, talking about rocking chairs, we saw the world's biggest rocking chair one day, and then the next day we saw the world's second biggest rocking chair. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really tell, honestly, just by looking at it, but I'll trust the sign. On this road trip, there is one significant factor that I actually thought of, intentionally thought of going into the trip. And really recognize that one major part of the trip. And that was the intentional decision to stay in one lane as much as possible. Now, driving on a road trip, of course. I mean, we'll talk about what that means and the significance of that. But for you, the listener right now that has a brand, that has a business idea, that has something that you are leading going forwards, you have ideas. You have ideas all the time. You hear ideas from other people saying, you should do this. Oh, you're so good at this. Why don't you try this? Maybe there's three things that just came to mind right now that are running through your brain. and. As they come up, you're like, no, 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 not right now. Stop it. Not right now. I'm trying to listen to Alex. These ideas that you're coming up with are not the enemy. But chasing them might become the enemy to you reaching your goal, you reaching that place in your future story that you see as possible for you. You see, changing lanes is such a distraction. Changing lanes constantly can cause a lot of confusion. And actually, it can cause a lot more trouble than that. It can cause you to miss an exit. It can cause you to cause an accident. It can create dangerous scenarios. I'm telling you, you're probably changing lanes just because you're bored. And you don't actually need to go as fast as you think you need to go. 
Is he talking about business or is he talking about driving? I don't know, but let's get into it. Look, in this episode, I want to tell you a story about what it meant for me to uh, really see the value or lack of value in changing lanes and the stress that it caused in my life. And then next episode, I want to help you understand how you can know that you are in the right lane and how long to stay in that and when to make the shift and what ideas are worth making the shift for, what ideas are worth changing lanes for. All right. We'll get into all of that. Next episode, we'll get really specific. We'll drop the metaphor of driving on a highway and uh, we'll really help you in your business. But right now, if you'll enter with me into a Dodge Grand Caravan, smells because we've been in it for three weeks now driving through the desert and up the coast where we also collected seashells that smelled like well ocean life and so I'm telling you this van was not a pleasant place to be but you know we were embracing it this was our home and we were driving through all kinds of highways uh, on the way down to LA, we drove on, I think it's I-70, maybe, that goes kind of diagonally across the country, and also mirrors Route 66 along the way. And so for a lot of our journey, we actually got off the interstate and onto Route 66 to honor Cars, one of our favorite family movies. And of course, we watched Cars at a hotel when we were down there. And so we went from this interstate highway where we actually got stuck in traffic because of major accidents. And then we drove along Route 66, which was this winding kind of highway. And you see all the broken down places along the way. And there isn't any lane changing because there's only one lane. And then we get into L.A. and L.A. traffic and there's four teen lanes, I think, across on that highway. And then you get out of that space and you're driving up the coast and driving up the Pacific. Well, it wasn't the Pacific Coast Highway. It was the, anyways, whichever one, Highway 101 that drives all the way up the coast. And there's kind of two lanes. And then you go up a hill and you're right up and you can see nothing but ocean. And then you go down the hill and you're driving like 140 kilometers an hour, speeding past these transport trucks. And then you come back up the hill again and you see the beautiful horizon. And then we got to Canada and we're driving through mountains and we're driving through Banff. And then after Banff, it's flat. I mean, flat. My wife's family is from out in Saskatchewan, and there's a story about one of them who used to go to work every day, and he would drive about an hour to work, and he would read a novel on his way (laughs) to work driving on the highway because you just set it up in front of you, and you just glance at the road every now and then because it's so flat and so straight on this highway. That's what the road was like. Then... We get down south a little bit more and we enter Chicago, two nights away from home, and we are getting into Chicago. And this, my friends, was some of the worst traffic I've ever experienced in my life. Now, if you know this, if this is the thing, then let me know about that. Hit me up in the DM, send me a comment, say like, yep, Chicago is the worst, or tell me the worst traffic that you've been in. I mean, I thought Haiti was bad. I witnessed Haiti traffic. And the thing is, in Haiti, there just like isn't traffic because people just bump into each other all the time with their cars and honk and like, hey, I'm here. And they nudge you, nudge your car, and then they get by. No harm, no foul, I guess. 
But in Chicago, where there is an expectation that you're not going to hit another car, the stress level is extremely high. Because of this one main fact, people kept changing freaking lanes for no reason. I mean, it is bumper to bumper for an hour and a half trying to get into the city, which we didn't realize at the time, but we were getting there when it was Lollapalooza down at the waterfront in Chicago on Saturday. And we were trying to like just go into the city to see the big silver bean and go to Starbucks. Oh, man, that could have been planned better. But as we're going in and sitting in this bumper to bumper traffic for an hour and a half. I'm trying to stay in one lane because I know that even if I'm in my lane and I see the lane next to me speeds up just a little bit, it's going to slow down a little bit later. This is how traffic patterns work mostly. You know, you're like me, aren't you? You see that lane nudging forwards and you're like, oh, I want some of that. I want to move three feet further. So then you try to squeeze in between two cars that you have no business getting between and you make your way in and you're like, yes, I'm moving. And then it stops and the lane you are just in starts to move by. And so what do you do? You're like, oh, shoot, I should have stayed in that lane. I can get back in and you get back in. And now you're two cars behind the car that you were originally behind. And you're contemplating what is the meaning of life in this state I traveled for 30 days trying to resist the urge to merely change lanes because I know that I've got my whole family in the car and changing lanes can be dangerous. It leads to more traffic accidents. It leads to awkward traffic moments. It makes unnecessary movements in your driving and it complicates things. Now, if only I carry that same sort of mentality with me in my business and my thinking and all the ideas that I come up with, but we'll get there. For now, I'm in Chicago and watching these other cars, I'm, I chose to stay in one lane. I chose to be there. And yet the stress level is going high because there are so many cars around me that are changing lanes so quickly. I'm like, how are they not hitting other cars? And then you notice some of them and they have dents in their doors and they're missing a rear view mirror. And you're like, oh, that's that is what they're doing. Actually, they are hitting other cars. This is part of the plan for them to just change lanes constantly to get ahead and maybe arrive maybe a minute and a half quicker than they would have otherwise if they just stayed in their lane. Now, this continued. I mean, we're driving through the city and we keep going through this and we keep trying to avoid the cars that are changing the lanes and not be a part of them. And then we get closer into the city and traffic starts to move a little bit quicker. I'm like, okay, well, at least lane changers are back there. Nope. They're still going. They're still cutting me off right in front of me and behind me and all around me. These lane changers in Chicago are nuts. It's the best way I could describe it. And I just don't know why they're doing it. I don't know what was going on, but I know that it caused us an immense amount of anxiety as we are just trying to get into the city. You see, what was going on was me trying to focus on my single goal, my single mission, and everyone around me that kept changing their motivation, their direction, their path caused me anxiety and made me wonder, should I be doing the same thing? Obviously, we got through it. We didn't get in any accidents. 
Thankfully, we got out to the suburbs of Chicago. We saw the Kevin McAllister house. Then we went to our hotel and we got out of that city. Except we actually had to go back through that traffic the next morning to get through Chicago and get out of there so that we could head home. But (laughs) what I knew about lane changing may have actually saved our car. After driving 12,000 kilometers, I didn't want to be a part of that chaos and cause more anxiety than was necessary. Now, here I am in my business trying to do the same thing, trying to stay in one lane for my whole year of 2022. And up till now, at the beginning of 2023, I've been focused on one main offer, my one-on-one story coaching. One lane, baby. Instead of traveling back and forth and trying to create this offer and that offer and do this thing and that thing, it's one lane focusing all the way on that. Now, we'll talk next episode about what comes along with that and all the added details, including this very podcast that you're listening to and how I actually am certain that this isn't a different lane to travel in. But what I know is that the problems that show up with lane changing cause anxiety, not just for me, but for the people around me. And I know that the reason that you probably feel like you should try a different direction, like you should go a different route, like you should create a new offer is because you're seeing what you assume is other people doing the same thing. You're seeing other people change lanes and you're thinking, ooh, maybe they know something I don't. Maybe they're going faster than I am and I should get into their lane, even though we're all in the same traffic jam and the lane you were in would have been just fine. The key here is making a choice. Make a clear choice and stick with it. Make a clear choice of where you're going to go how you're going to show up and what your message is and stick with it long enough to know if it works or if it doesn't. And I'm going to tell you how to do that in the next episode. I'm so glad that you're here and that you have been listening to this for so long. We are almost at 150 episodes. This is absolutely crazy. And it's only happening because of you, because of those of you who are listening and engaging with this. If something stood out to you that has cause some form of transformation in your life, then will you please send me a message and let me know that. Or even better, don't even send me a message. Just share this on your Instagram, share this on your social media, and invite other people to experience the same kind of transformation that you have with the kind of clarity that you are experiencing from this podcast and share the good news. Because when you share your story, you shape the world. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street and we are just getting started.